You're listening to the Coaching Your Family Relationships podcast, episode 84, Acceptance, Rejection, and Resignation. Welcome to the Coaching Your Family Relationships podcast. I'm certified family relationship coach, Tina Gosney. I won't tell you how to fix or change your family members, but you will learn some very vital relationship tools here. Even more important, I'll show you how you can affect positive changes in your family by creating more confidence and trust in yourself, developing emotional resilience, and finding peace in the middle of hard circumstances. If you're ready for that, join me inside. This is Love Month, February, which is Love Month for more than one reason. It's the middle of the No Love Grow series that I've been working on. January was all about the no, getting to know yourself. What's there that you've been hiding from? What have you not been willing to previously see? What has been hiding from you, been blocked by other things in your life up to this point? One thing that we know is that we all have a shadow self. Parts of us that we don't want to acknowledge or take a look at. Parts of us that we really don't want to see. The part of us that's selfish, that can be cruel, judgmental, feels like we're unworthy. We see ourselves being lazy, sad, sometimes being a victim. We have a quick temper, things like that. That's our shadow self that's there. We all know it's there. We don't want to acknowledge it and see that for what it is. These exist in all of us, but often we just stuff those parts of ourselves down and we try not to see them. It's very painful to see them. But you know what? They always pop back up anyway. They pop back up in places that you don't recognize and they pop back up in ways that you aren't even aware of. No month is all about how do we start seeing these pieces of us that have been hiding There are also parts of you that are wonderful and exciting, but maybe you stuffed those down too because someone told you it wasn't acceptable to show those parts of you. Maybe you're really ambitious. Maybe you're a deep thinker or a deep feeler. Maybe you're a pretty loud and animated person and you were told that that wasn't okay in your family. Maybe you were a very quiet person and you you were told that wasn't okay. Maybe you were too anything for your family and you had hopes and dreams for yourself that maybe were not acceptable in the family or the religious system that you grew up in. So you pushed them aside, you stuffed them down, and you chose not to look at them. Those are strengths of yours. The natural part of you that showed up when you came to this earth as a, just a, a baby, that came with you. Those inner desires and those things that are innate in you are the breadcrumbs that you need to follow to show you who you really are and what you were really sent to this earth to accomplish. This is your purpose. It's your job to find those things, to follow those breadcrumbs and get to know yourself. Now, to help you with this, in January, I offered a free PDF, 30 journaling questions to help you get to know yourself better. In all the January episodes and the journaling questions, they're all there to help you get started and knowing yourself better, and knowing your family members better. And then we come to February, and this month is all about the love. Because when you know yourself better, you find that shadow self, you find that authentic self, 
there will be things that come up for you that you don't like. And almost always some triggers, some shame. So that's why I created this free download for you for the month of February. It's the Combating Shame Worksheet. This helps you deal with that shadow self, the pieces of you that you found that you didn't like. And also the parts of you that you squashed down so many years ago because it didn't fit inside your family or religious system. There are links to both of those downloads for January and February. There's links to both of those in the show notes. So just go there. You can find links to download those if you haven't done that yet. And if you're interested in this No Love Grow series that I'm doing, which is just foundational work, keep tuning in every week because in February, I'll have several episodes on helping you come to love and accept where you are in your life right now. So this is what we're talking about today is near and far enemies to acceptance. When I talk about love, it's really talking about acceptance, accepting you and you and your life and your situation and who you are right where you are without having to be different. That's the love piece in the no love grow model. We have a near enemy to that and we have a far enemy to that. The near enemy is resignation. The far enemy is rejection. So we're going to talk about all three of these things today. Acceptance, resignation, and rejection. Now, a near enemy is something that appears similar to what we want, but it actually undermines it. A far enemy is the exact opposite of what we're trying to achieve, and that seems pretty obvious usually. But a near enemy seems like it's getting us what we want and what we believe is important, but it actually does the opposite. It almost feels like you're gaslighting yourself. Now, this is a Buddhist concept of the near and far enemy. When we look at acceptance, which is also a form of love, it's taking something as it is. We want to embrace something without being defensive towards it. It's a choice to, to accept and a willful act that we do with intention. We're looking at something that's present in ourselves, a trait, or something that we see in ourselves, or that we see a situation in our life, and we want to come to acceptance to be able to enact any change for it. Acceptance is and love is the middle connecting piece between the know and the grow in the no love grow model. Think of know on one side of a canyon and grow on the other side, and love and acceptance is the bridge that connects the two of them. Because we want to grow. It's, it's innate within us as human beings with a spiritual side of us to be on this earth and want to grow. We want to get to a place in our life where we find joy and peace, and we can handle the hard things in our life without falling apart. We want to have connection, really, really deep connections with other people. And we want to have so much love in our families and in our marriages. We want to get there, but often we don't know how. Acceptance and love for what is, is the key. That's what helps get us there. And I know that so many of you right now that are listening are thinking, I can't accept the things that the way they are. It's just not okay. And I can't accept this piece of myself. This is not okay to accept it. And so we go to a far enemy, 
which is rejection. I just refuse to accept this. It's the far enemy to love and acceptance. When we take a look at where we are and we feel like this is so unacceptable and we shame ourselves for the things that we see, we are rejecting ourselves. We're rejecting the circumstances of our lives. Byron Katie said, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. Think about that. You're always going to lose when you fight with reality, and rejection is a fight with reality. We will never get what we want, that peace, that connection, that emotional resilience. We're never going to get that by rejecting ourselves or the situations that we've been given in our life. And by rejecting this part of us, it doesn't mean that it changes anything. It only succeeds in causing us to feel emotions, more more negative emotions that we don't want to feel. Loneliness, jealousy, guilt, shame, embarrassment, sadness, resentment, and anger. Those are the things that rejecting situations in our life or rejecting ourselves, part of ourselves, those are the things that come to us when we reject the reality of what is in our lives. That's a far enemy. It's easy to see when we reject something. What's not as easy to see is resignation. And this probably happens when we've lost the motivation to keep trying. We've been trying to change something. We've been trying to work on something within ourselves and it gets exhausting and we doesn't feel like we're making any progress. And so we give up. We stop trying. We think effort is futile. We lose the motivation and confidence to keep trying to change and trying to get to acceptance. But resignation is that near enemy of love and love and acceptance. It feels like it's a better place to be than rejection. But both of them are not getting you what you want. And when you resign yourself, you're just saying, I'm going to stop trying to change anything here. There's, I can't do anything. So why keep trying? And sometimes that masquerades in our brain as accepting where we are when we just resign ourselves to what is. It's not actually what acceptance and love is. Sometimes instead of acceptance, and we just move into res- resignation, we move into this point of determinism. This is just the way they am. This is just the way that I am, and I can't change it. I came this way. I can't do anything about it. It's the way I was raised. This is how my father did it. This is that's how his father did it. This is just how we are. That is giving up your power to enact any change, and it's also sloughing off responsibility for change. And it's also a justification, right? There's nothing I can do about it, so I might as well go with it. There's another place that we go with resignation, which is to turn ourselves into a victim. I didn't cause this problem, and now I can't change it, so I'm not even going to try. Victims don't have any power in their own lives. They are acted upon. They are not the actors. And when we turn ourselves into a victim, I didn't do this. I didn't ask for it. I can't change it. And there's nothing I can do about it. That puts us in a very powerless position. And resignation, it's easy to go into a victim role 
or a determinism justification role. Because we're not rejecting ourselves, we're just giving up trying to do anything. Think of how many times we just give up. I think sometimes we're giving up because we don't know if the thing that we're doing is having any effect or any change. We want to know if I'm going to put in this effort right now, if I'm going to put in all this work to get to acceptance and trying to change, then I want to know that it's going to work and get me the result that I want. But we don't have any guarantees. and That's what's risky about it. And that's sometimes why we're so willing to give up and just resign ourselves to what is. I don't know if you've heard this before, but it's a, I think it's a little, not a very well-known saying that a problem well-defined is half solved. So often we see smoke in our lives and we're just trying to get rid of the smoke. And there's so many things that we see in our life that are ir- little irritations or big, giant, glaring problems, but those are just the smoke. We're trying to get rid of the smoke by waving it around and ushering it out windows. But if we actually look from where the smoke was coming from, which is the fire, we could actually solve the problem. If we find the fire, instead of trying to get rid of the smoke, that's a problem that's well-defined. Once we can find the root of the problem, it's half solved because we've gotten to the root of it. When we are honest with ourselves about where we are and why we are where we are, then we're paying attention to the fire. But we can't do that unless we know ourselves and we're willing to do the things that I talked about in January with the no month. When we're being honest with ourselves, we have the courage to speak the actual truth, not the lies that our brain is trying to tell us. But when we are speaking the actual truth, when we have the courage to do that, We need to do that with so much love and compassion and empathy for ourselves. We we all have a reason for doing the things that we do, for acting the ways that we act, and for saying the things that we say. We often will get the same result. We'll try to change our circumstances and think, if I just had a new relationship, if I just had a new friend, if I just had a new job, if I just had a new house, if I just moved to a new ward, then things will be different. But the problem is we take ourselves with us when we go and we change our circumstances. And it's us that are creating the very things in our life that we don't like. And so changing our circumstances only changes the circumstance, but does not change us. The more that we understand what our reasons are for doing things, or we understand the things in our past that got us to where we are, or the things in our present that are standing in the way of us getting what we want, the more we can have understanding for ourselves. But honesty takes courage. It's so easy to cover up the truth by refusing to look at it, and we do this all the time. Just some of the ways that we do this, we stay super busy. If you're a woman, Well, actually, I see this in men too. We just think that we need to be doing something all the time. And the reason is we say that we need to be busy so that we're productive because that determines our value by being productive. But I think if we were honest with ourselves deep down, we would be seeing that we are staying busy 
because we don't really want to face ourselves and what happens when we're still and quiet. Another way that we do this is we zone out. We zone out with social media, with Netflix, with video games, with pornography. We zone out all the time and we refuse to access our own brains and see what's going on inside of our own bodies and look at ourselves honestly. Another thing that we do to not be honest with ourselves is we numb our emotions and our thoughts with outside substances. Might look like alcohol or some type of chemical altering substance, legal or illegal. Substances numb our emotions. And the things that happens with all of these things, staying busy, zoning out, or numbing ourselves, they all numb emotions. And we don't selectively numb the negative emotions. We can't be selective about that. If we're numbing and we're zoning out and staying busy, we're actually numbing all emotions across the board. We actually don't get to experience the positive emotions because we're not willing to experience the negative ones. It takes courage to not do these things. And it takes courage and honesty without judging ourselves. But instead, we resign ourselves and we say, there's nothing I can do. I'm just going to give up. Either we're giving up on ourselves or we're giving up on a situation in our life. This is not accepting. It's a near enemy to love and acceptance. But it seems in the moment like it's going to be effective because we're not fighting reality anymore. But it's not actually connecting us to that grow piece. It's not taking across, it's not taking us across that bridge from no to grow. This is what I want you to take away from this podcast. Acceptance and love bridge the gap between knowing yourself and growing yourself. And it bridges the gap between knowing your family member that you're struggling with and growing that relationship with that family member. If you are trying to use judgment, victimization, justification, shame, rejection, or any other emotion, instead of love and acceptance, you will not be able to cross that bridge. Resignation masquerades as acceptance. It's still an enemy. It's not your friend. When you are working on getting to love and acceptance, it's not even a stepping stone. If reaching love and acceptance seems so far out of your grasp right now, I want you to try neutralizing things on the way. It's neutralizing your circumstances is a much more useful stepping stone if you're having trouble getting to love and acceptance. So how does this topic of this podcast relate to our family relationships? Well, I'm going to tell you. The way that you treat yourself when you shine a light on the parts of you that are hard to see will be the same way that you treat others when they show parts of themselves that are hard for you to see and, by the way, probably hard for them to see too. You can't do for someone else what you don't know how to do for yourself. So working on loving and accepting yourself in your own circumstances will drive love and acceptance with others. They will feel it from you, and it's a gift. It's a gift that you first give to yourself that brings endless dividends as you then can turn around and give it to others. 
I have received so many messages from many of you about how these episodes, these know and these love episodes so far that have aired are really helping you to make progress in your own life. And thank you so much for messaging me and letting me know how much you're enjoying this. I think these podcast episodes, these first three months of 2023 are foundational. They're pivotal in what we all want. And if you want to let me know what's changing for you as you go through these episodes, I would love to hear from you. Or if you even have any questions about anything that you've heard and you need some clarification, then just email me, tina at tinagosney.com. I would love to hear from you and I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have. Go to the show notes, grab your downloads while you can. I won't have these available forever, so go get them now. January and February are still available. And I want you to remember, even if you didn't learn these tools that I'm teaching you until now, it's totally okay. Don't judge yourself for things in the past. Now is always the right time for you to start becoming the person that you want to be, no matter what was in your past. And when you do this work for yourself, then you're going to know how to show others how to do this work for themselves. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.